Hi, everyone. I hope you're well. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Just Laser It and All Things Cosmetic. We're up here again with Link and Kane. And Kane, of course, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Yeah. You know, one of these days we need to video this so everybody can see Link just laying at our feet, hanging out with us. Well, if they were to video it tonight, they would see me with a coat on upstairs. I'm absolutely freezing. They would see the the heater on in the background and everything else. But yeah, one of these days we will get to that. That sounds like a plan. All right. Well, what we're going to do today is we're actually going to go back and review a topic that we kind of briefly went through with fillers, and that's biostimulatories. And it, preferentially, we're going to talk about Sculptra today. And so we really want to do a deeper dive into Sculptra and talk about what it is, what type of patient we use this for, when we use it over fillers, what kind of the differences are between the two of them, and then finally, what to expect during treatment and post-treatment as well. How does that sound? That sounds great. Yeah, I know we touched on it earlier in the filler episode, but I do think it's kind of a category all unto itself. So I'm kind of excited to learn a little bit more about it. Well, let's start with what Sculptra actually is. And Sculptra is basically an alpha hydroxy acid. It's a polymer of an alpha hydroxy acid that comes to us in this bottle. It comes to us in this little powder form. And you can almost think about Sculptra, the PLLA, as, again, pulverized suture material because it's been used for three decades as, as suture, the actual PLLA. But it comes to us in this, in this powder form and we reconstitute it with sterile water, and then we also put some lidocaine in it. So by the time we're ready to inject it into patients, it almost looks like this milky liquid. So that's kind of what the actual logistics of Sculptra is. And so what we do with this is these little tiny granules, which they're small. I mean, Kane, these little powder granules are about an average of about 50 microns in size, really teeny tiny. But as we inject it, and the primary area that I love to inject is the lateral part of the face. You could almost think about Sculptra as building collagen. That's what the intent is. It's not a true filler, but rather it stimulates collagen. And so when we inject it, we place it in, we do it with a, with a cannula. I'll talk a little bit more about how we do it. And you disperse it around and you want to really lay the seed. Remember, we talked about that in that initial podcast. We that sculpture is the seed to build the collagen in these areas. Right. So let's back up for a minute because I think a lot of times sculpture just kind of gets thrown in as into the mix of a of a of a filler. And and when you talk about the seed, there's a very clear difference between sculpture and filler. Filler is that immediate result. You fill and you see the fill. Sculptra is not immediate. So dive into that metaphor or analogy about the seed a little bit more just to kind of set everybody's expectations. Sure. So remember we talked about filler being the sod. It's your instant grass and Sculptra is your seed that stimulates the collagen. Your filler, your hyaluronic acid is a space occupying gel. So when you have volume loss in a certain area, your filler is wonderful for that. And I love filler for Areas that are very mobile, so around the mouth area, deep, you know, nasolabial fold, marionette lines, because it really, it moves with you as, as you emote. Sculptra is more of, it's not for the instant that we injected, it's space occupying, but then over the next one to two days, you'll absorb the fluid of Sculptra and you'll say, you'll look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, all of this is gone. 
But what it's doing is these little tiny granules create a little bit of an inflammatory response that builds collagen there. So it's basically giving the structure back, the integrity or the scaffolding back to the face. And so, Kane, when we talk about, you know, collagen, and we always think about just the skin, right? We talk about the collagen, how we lose it in the skin. Sculptra is actually injected subdermally. And so there is important collagen, even in these fibrous bands that are under the skin that that kind of anchor anchor the tissue up a little bit. So it actually builds collagen there as well as a skin, as well as giving a little volume replacement. So with, with Sculptrop, you're really stimulating your own natural collagen production. Correct. And with filler, it's really just a kind of a foreign substance that you're f- replacing volume with. Correct. And if you think about, so... When fillers first came about, you know, it was FDA cleared for the nasolabial fold, and then it got an indication for cheeks, the lips, the chin, the jawline. We're really trying to to use filler to build structure back, when in reality, one of the best ways to bring our structure back is with our own collagen. So there's still a place for filler. I don't want to ever just say that there's not a place for filler. I love it for the nasolabial fold and marionettes and lips, et cetera. But when it comes to that lateral loss, when we lose volume kind of in that posterior part of our jawline or the area in front of our our ear, the preauricular area, or just in our midface or in our temple area, that's where I like Sculptra. And I think that Sculptra is kind of making a resurgence. Yeah. Why, so why why is are those areas preferable versus the other areas around the mouth and chin or the that you mentioned with filler. Why do you prefer those particular areas for sculpture? So there's a line of ligaments that runs on the side of our face, essentially. Think about it that way. <clears throat> and the, the areas that are more for structure are these lateral areas. That's where I want to get that scaffold of the collagen back. What do you mean when you say structure? So it is the area that that you want to be able to have filled in. Otherwise, all the mobile area that's in front of these line of ligaments kind of descends down and, and inferiorly and centrally. You've, you see it. If you look at a face and you see this heavy nasolabia fold, it's because this, the fat pads are kind of descending downward and inward. And if we place that structure back laterally, it's almost as if we're anchoring back up that tissue. So it gives a really nice rejuvenation to the face. Does it, would, would it, does it provide a little bit of a lift as well? Or is that maybe that's too strong of a word, but... It, that's it just gives you that structure back, which does in essence look like a lift. I mean, you're definitely more rejuvenated in those areas which which just anchors tissue up a little bit better. Okay. So sculptor's been around since two thousand and four. It was actually used for HIV lipoatrophy patients. Do you remember the years where you would see that really sunken look to the face mm-hmm. and and sculptor was was utilized there and had some really beautiful effects. So the aesthetic world said, well, wait a minute, we need to use it in the, in the aesthetic arena, and that's where it came to be. And so it's been around for a while, but then when fillers really kind of came into the forefront of aesthetics, all of a sudden things could be done and they were very immediate. You didn't have to wait for those results. And so fillers became very popular and superseded sculpture for a while. But now that we know that we need structure back and we're getting these FDA clearances for fillers. Well, that's a lot of syringes of filler in the face. And I think that sometimes we need to not chase everything with a filler, but we need, when when collagen's lost, we need to bring that collagen back. 
Yeah, no, it's, I mean, filler certainly has a place and it's wonderful, but if given the choice for me, you know, have your natural collagen stimulated and, and kind of build up naturally, that seems like a, a logical thing for me to want. But there's some areas you still want to watch with Sculptra. So you back, if you read through the literature, you'll hear about nodules and what a nodule really is, is a collection of collagen. So the reason why when we inject Sculptra, we inject it deep and laterally, and we tell patients to massage five times a day for five minutes for five days, is we really want to disperse the product. So areas around the mouth that have this circular muscle, sometimes these little granules could get deposited in a greater density there and cr- could create a little nodule. But that's that's kind of been circumvented with how we reconstitute the sculpture. It used to be that four or five cc's were used to reconstitute the sculpture, and that's not utilized anymore. Now it's more like eight cc's with a couple of extra milliliters of lidocaine. So just the reconstitution method and the areas that we inject can help minimize those type of risks. And so, of course, the massage. And so it sounds like it's fairly rare, but is it, a, is it like a big deal if it happens? Well, it could be if it was very visible, but it does dissipate and there are ways to kind of d- dissolve it a little bit more. But typically, it's it's felt more than it's seen. Okay. And you see it less and less, again, with technique of injection, where you're placing it, and really educating the patient on massage and, of course, the reconstitution of the, of the sculpture. Well, and, and the other thing I'm, I'm curious about is, you know, I've seen a lot of the before and afters uh, uh, patients with sculpture, and you can certainly see, you know, where it's, I guess to my eye, it kind of lifts a little bit. But it also seems to just improve the quality of the skin. Is it, am, I, am, I, am I imagining that no, or is no, that real? you're exactly right because it does improve the collagen of the dermis. And so you do get this glow, this sculpture glow that occurs. And, you know, we're talking about the face, but that's not the only area where sculpture is used. One of the other key areas that sculpture is used in, is in the buttock area. And so get with, a little booty lift out of get it. Get a little that... booty lift out of it. And you can also smoothen over a little bit of the laxity that's there. And sometimes some of the cellulite, you subsize the cellulite and you place sculpture there. It's also used in the anterior thighs and the medial aspect of the thighs to help with that crepey skin. It's used in the arms for crepey skin. It's used in the chest. The one area that I don't use it, although you see it reported in the literature, are the hands. I just prefer filler there. I think filler you don't have to worry about nodules on the hands. The hands are really thin skin. So I just prefer filler there. Okay. So just to kind of reset the expectations when it comes to Sculptra is it's not instant, right? It is it is a process. It takes time. How much time would you say before you can start to see results? So, well, before I even say that, you bring up a good point. I think that's that you really have to coach the patient on that because when because it is that much of a process. Sometimes I'll say, well, I'm not really seeing anything yet. It does take several sessions to to be able to really see it. But you start to see collagen at about six weeks. Six weeks, you're beginning that process of visually seeing it. On label, you'll see that it's two bottles for the face. It's two bottles over three sessions. So two bottles each session for three sessions. I don't do that. I do one bottle at a time because remember, we're reconstituting it with about eight cc's and we're putting anywhere from two to four cc's of some additional numbing in there. And so you, that's a lot of volume for the face. And so if I'm doing two bottles, that's quite a lot of volume for that particular one to two days. 
So I do one bottle at a time. I bring them back at four weeks. I do a second bottle. I bring them back in six to weeks to eight weeks. We do a third bottle and we kind of march along slowly like that. So really it's, it's when we talk about the, the process of, of utilizing Sculptra, it's, it's you would inject it the first time and then roughly or four weeks or so you would bring them back and inject another ball. Correct. And then roughly, what'd you say, six to eight weeks? Yeah, then I'd start to go a little longer. So about two months later. Correct. To so, see, if, are we there yet or not? You know, some men, I will say that if someone has a lot of volume loss, I won't hesitate doing two bottles at a time. But I would say that's probably 5% of my patients. The majority are one at a time. Now, when I do the buttock area, it's definitely a bottle per the buttock area. And sometimes it's even four bottles at a time, okay. depending on what they're trying to achieve. But it's really, from an expectations perspective, it's going to take six weeks to really start to see a change. And then that change would typically last... And that change will augment. I mean, that's just the beginning part of the change. And then you'll see more and more of that change. And it can last up to 25 months. Now, I tell patients that once you get to goal, if you say, okay, I'm there, and it took me three bottles or four bottles, then I tell them, you know, once a year or a year and a half, come in for a bottle to maintain that result. So you're not going from from looking great to to nothing at 25 months and then starting the process over again. So, so once you get to where you want to go, you kind of plateau for a while, and then, and then after maybe a year and a half or two, you, it'll it'll be coming back down. And in the meantime, you could supplement that with a, an additional bottle. Correct, and it's okay. so much fun to see. I mean, just the other day, we had a patient that we had started Sculptra in 2017, and we only did four bottles. She's a 65 year old patient now. We only did four bottles over a six year span, and we brought up her photo in 2023, and we compared it to her 2017. Well, she definitely didn't look worse, and she actually looked better than she did in 2017. So she basically maintained her aging over that over six years with four bottles of Sculptra. Wow! So it was, it was fun. To, I lo- I love seeing that. That's yeah. I, I mean, I just for me, just the thought of stimulating my own natural collagen is is a benefit. Like I, that, I, I like the sound of that, where it's kind of my own body naturally producing what I need. Absolutely. And it's interesting. I almost feel like there is a resurgence in, in coming back to a natural look. People are turning more to, to lasers potentially instead of fillers. And again, I'm not poo-pooing fillers. I think that what's happened is every aesthetic issue was thought to be dealt with with a filler, whether it was a wrinkle or any other lift. And I think fillers are so wonderful for filling in areas of lost volume. But but they're not the things to utilize when you're chasing lines and wrinkles. They're not what you want to utilize when you're really trying to get a lift. That's when we turn to energy-based devices, PDOs, or even some Sculptra. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of awareness about fillers. I mean, I'm not sure there's a lot of awareness about Sculptra, the biostimulator. So, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I think <laughs> is, is really appealing to me. So again, how do you how do you prepare for it? Well, it's probably a good idea to minimize aspirin ibuprofen about 10 days prior to. We do do patients who Why are... Why is that? Just minimizes bruising. Okay. I mean, so it's, it's, no, it's not a, oh my goodness, you took an aspirin. It's just... Oh, correct. I mean, we've done patients on blood thinners, you know, who are on Coumadin even. But I think if you want to get, if you want to minimize it, your risk of bruising, that certainly helps. And then I always plan it accordingly because while we use microcannulas deeply into the tissue for sculptor injection, 
you know, you have to insert a needle to get into into the tissue. So sometimes there could be a little pinpoint bleeding and a little tiny bruise that could potentially occur. So just kind of give yourself a grace period prior. Don't do it prior to a big party or anything like that. For one to two days, you might appear to be a little more filled because remember there's about 10 cc's of of the actual volume that's that's uh, presented to the face and you'll absorb that over one to two days. So maybe don't do it right before some you know, family photos or whatnot. Just give yourself a little grace period for it. Okay. So it's it's relatively safe. It takes about six weeks to start to see the results and then those results will continue to develop. But while you're stimulating those results, you'll be checking in to gauge whether or not an additional bottle is needed or not. And then once you reach your goal, you can expect that to last upwards to close to two years. Close to two years, correct. Okay. And then then after you've re- achieved your goals with Sculptra, oftentimes you need less filler around the mouth and the, the marionette zone because there is a little tiny touch of a pull. But I do then evaluate once someone has achieved their results with Sculptra if they need any filler around the mouth area. Right. Okay. So, that's kind of it. Very simplistic, easy. Takes about 25 to 30 minutes to do. It's it's not hard at all. Well, I, I like the sound of it. Again, I, I So like, you'll let me do your face? <laughs> you kinda, I'm kind of getting there okay. just from a, the natural collagen perspective. Yeah, I like not? the sound of that. Why not? You yeah. loved your Botox and Dysport. So I think it's time, Kane, to embrace some Sculptra. So who knows? Next episode, I might say, and he's post Sculptra. And if, <laughs> and if he does do it, we'll post, we'll post his photos up. So, and that's a big if. It takes me a while yeah, to get him to do stuff. It takes me a while to mm-hmm. get there. But I'm I'm closer today than I was. Okay, yesterday. good, good. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful night tonight and thank you again for for tuning in. All right, thanks everybody. Appreciate you. Bye-bye.